you're listening to Adulthood Academy. I'm your host, Angela Hatchie. This community is a resource for all those adulthood things many of us were never formally taught. That's all the stuff from learning to handle your finances to navigating different relationships. It's all in here. I've spent years working to figure out adulthood, feeling like I was shooed out into the world wholly underprepared. Since then, I've gotten myself out of debt and prepared myself financially for my future, learned to cook and bake pretty good stuff, and learned to start saying important things out loud in all kinds of relationships. There is far more ahead to learn than there is behind, and that's what I'm here for, to foster this community of perpetual go-getters who are working to fulfill their potential in every facet of life. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get in there. Welcome to a brand new season of the Adulthood Academy podcast, where you can now listen or watch. And if you're watching, it's not anything fancy, but it is real life. And it's a spot where I've recorded every episode before this time. And I think, you know, we can all get kind of caught up in wanting things to look a certain way or be really polished. Um, And that's great. That works fine. Um, But we have to work with what we have. And this is what I have. So I hope if you're watching, you will enjoy these episodes with video. They'll be on YouTube. They will also be um, embedded onto my website. So you can find them under the podcast tab on my website and you can watch them there and get kind of like the show notes. So if I mention anything in these episodes, that's like, here's a link for something. (laughs) I will always link it in that place and also in the show notes. So you can find it there. But I'm super excited to be here for a brand new season. I took a lot of time planning um, the whole year, basically, of content for this podcast. And I'm just so excited to see it coming to life and just to be a really amazing free resource for you guys. And that really is my ultimate hope. So if you're watching, if you're listening, I want to thank you so much. I'm excited to be here for the new season and let's get started. The last episode of this podcast, I guess we'll call it season one. I'm going to call this one season two. It's a fresh take, but I am back. I think my last episode was end of November or the beginning of December. I not only took a break from social media for a couple weeks, but also just from like feeling that urgency to like post on social media all the time and be on, on, on all the time and took that those few months to do the back end stuff of my business that I've been, that's been needing my attention that I needed to work on um, and just kind of get like the foundation of my business up and going before I was like, okay, I'm ready to put out new podcast episodes. So I took a lot of time. I um, created a budget planner, which is amazing that I've already put up for sale that a couple of you have already purchased. I've developed some new products and services that I'm really excited about sharing with all of you. And I think you're going to love them. It's going to be really helpful. I've made it purposeful that I'm not just like creating programs or creating services with just like not much intent behind it. Everything I do is for like a specific person in a specific financial situation, just starting out overwhelmed, or you've got the basics and you just kind of need like the accountability portion of it. Like I've tried to think of all of the ways that I can help support people as they're going through their financial journey. So there's some amazing things coming up that I'm really excited to share with you guys that I hope you can take part of and that I can work with you um, in that capacity and also this free podcast. So if you follow me on social media, I <laughs> did like some behind the scenes of planning this podcast and I have like this huge spreadsheet and I have like what programs and services I'm launching in the future. And then I have like the episodes all planned out for the year. And I have some flexibility um, for like anyone who requests a certain topic that I can do a podcast episode on that. But I tried to be so intentional with this new season of the podcast because 
I mean, like free stuff is great, but free stuff with a purpose is always so much better. And that's what I was creating with this podcast is like, I want this to be like a huge boost to your financial literacy just from listening to this free podcast and you'll get so much out of it. So we're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about saving for retirement, getting out of debt, um, saving for big stuff in the future, like your sinking funds, um, buying new cars, all different kinds of strategies for um, budgeting, like everything. I tried to cover everything. So there's some great content coming up and I hope that you will stick around with me watching or listening and I would love to have you here. If you ever want to send me a message or you have a request for an episode or you want to just, um, I'm open to taking questions as well. So if you have any of those things, you can always email me. My email is very easy. It's Angela at AngelaHatchie.com. Dot com and you can send me an email there or you can just DM me on Instagram and I would love to talk to you there. So without any further ado, let's get started here. Um, first, I wanted to talk to you guys about the budget planner I just mentioned. And I think the secret to life is discipline and that goes with your finances as well. So if you want to make some serious progress with your money and you have big plans, like you want to completely pay off your debt or save for a home or you want to consistently put away money for retirement and save for an annual vacation to take your family on. Um, having a system to hold you accountable is so important. So I've been using various budgeting tools for years, like probably six years at this point, And I found they were all kind of missing something, especially as an entrepreneur, or if you're like, do some freelance work, it's hard to utilize budgeting tools for variable income. And so over the holiday break <laughs> or when I was absent from social media, I basically compiled all of my notes on what I thought a good budget planner should look like and what it should do for you. And I created what I deem to be the best budget planner. So if you want to get your hands on one, you can grab my 12 month budget planner at AngelaHatchie.com slash budget planner. And it's also going to be linked in the show description as well. So let's now get into the meat of this episode. And from the title, <laughs> you know that it's about horizontal versus vertical comparison. And there are kind of two different ways to think about this. And I also am going to include at the end of these episodes, I always love absorbing information is great. <laughs> but if we can put action things to each episode, I'm going to be doing that too. So at the end of every episode, I'll be giving you little action items to do for the week to help implement the episode, or just start thinking about it in like a deeper way and start thinking about how it affects your life. So keep a lookout for that at the end of this episode as well. But here's the gist of this. Let's break down what this horizontal and vertical comparison is all about and how it impacts our financial lives and kind of like also our mental well-being as well. So before the internet and social media, we basically compared ourselves to the people around us, right? If you lived in a cul-de-sac, everybody probably had around the same level of income. Your friends pretty much had the same kind of stuff, same kind of lifestyle. If you went to your friend's house, they kind of lived pretty similar to you. That would be horizontal comparison, right? Because everyone around you is pretty similar and it's kind of like a base level that you're comparing yourself to those who are basically living a pretty similar lifestyle to you and have the same kind of money situation. And that's how we've lived up until the advent basically of the internet and social media. And now we've, we are not comparing ourselves horizontally this way. We're comparing ourselves vertically because we have access to social media feeds of people who have millions of dollars, billions of dollars, or internet celebrities or influencers who get free stuff. We have no context for their lifestyle. Like a lot of people are in deeply in debt and you never get to see that side of social media, right? Because it's all just about like, 
oh, I did a kitchen renovation and now I have a pot filler and I have subway tiles and I have the best highest class farmhouse sink and I have the best Le Creuset like cookware, right? And it's, that's all we get to see. We don't see any of the behind the scenes. So in that way, we've transformed from like, we see the people in our lives living similar lifestyles to us to now all day long on our social media, we're comparing ourselves this way vertically because we're like, now comparing ourselves to Kim Kardashian, who has the newest kitchen stuff and who has the best clothes and who has a clothing line. And all day we're inundated with our social media feeds full of people who we have no context for, who are making more money than us, who have a different financial situation from us. But because we're consuming that content all day long in every form in Facebook ads and Instagram ads in regular people, it just sticks in your head, right? We think we need all these things to make our lives it's like keeping up the Jones up with the Joneses on steroids because it's no longer like, let's keep up with the Joneses next door. It's like, let's keep up with whoever that famous model lady is. Gigi, what's her face? Hadid. Like, let's keep up with her instead. I'm not, <laughs> I am the worst like pop culture person. I don't pay attention to those things. That's literally probably Kim Kardashian and Gigi Hadid are like the only people I know that are like maybe relevant. I don't know. I honestly don't know if they're relevant still in pop culture. Anyway, you guys get the idea. We're not comparing ourselves to like so-and-so next door. It's like people who are in a completely different like place than us, or they're deeply in debt because they are trying to afford a lifestyle to keep up with those people too. And then we're wondering like, hmm, why do I feel unfulfilled? Or why do I feel like I constantly need to buy stuff? Or why do I feel like browsing on Amazon or on Anthropology or on other websites when I'm bored? Because at the, all day long, <laughs> we're inundated with that message of like, keep up with this person, keep up with this, you need a pop fill in your house, you got to redo your kitchen every five years to keep up with the newest trends. It's insane. It's completely insane. And it's really like, no wonder when we get to this level of thinking of like, no wonder people have such a spending problem or credit card balances that are out of control or impulsive spending issues. We're spending all day long comparing ourselves to people who are kind of like flaunting a lifestyle that isn't realistic for where we are currently or even where we could possibly ever be, right? Because people are millionaires and billionaires and receiving free stuff all the time if you're an influencer. And it's like not a realistic um, kind of look into people's lives that we can implement for ourselves. But it's no wonder, right? Because we're trying to keep up with these people that it's ridiculous to try to do. And this, of course, right, of course, ties into our feelings of longing, of not feeling worthy and of spending money we don't have to keep up with these people who we have no idea what's going on in their actual like bank accounts or in their life. We have no idea. All we see is like the picture or the video of like their amazing kitchen. That's all we have a context for. So yes, you can imagine that that would contribute to us feeling like we will never have enough stuff, even though most of us have houses full of like two or three of the same thing. And we always have stuff arriving from Amazon. Like we, there will never be a point where you're like, great, I have enough stuff <laughs> because we're chasing something that's unattainable. And when we look at stuff like designer kitchens that cost a hundred thousand dollars, like literally $100,000. And we think we need pot fillers and the nicest Le Creuset cookware. We need a massive island with like a waterfall edge, a sink you can like oop, tap with your wrist and it turns on, heated floors. Like there's no end to the amount of things that we can spend money on. And it's what social media thrives on. So we have to keep reminding ourselves like your social media feed is not a reflection of your financial priorities because it doesn't show people like 
I put $500 towards retirement. I stayed on budget this week. I didn't go over my shopping expenditure limit for this week, whatever. That's not being represented on social media. It's just the flashy stuff that social media thrives on. So remember that your social media is not a reflection of your financial priorities. Write it down. (laughs) That is the basic overview of like how we used to live, horizontal comparison, versus how we live now, which is vertical comparison. And before we get into the second type of horizontal and vertical comparison, I wanted to quickly talk to you about getting your budget set up. So if you are overwhelmed with getting your budget set up and running, a budget intensive might be the perfect thing for you. We will basically work together one-on-one. We'll develop a realistic budget. We'll set up a plan for you to pay down your debt and save for the big stuff in life. We'll talk about your goals and get those kind of aligned with your budget as well. And it's a month of support where you'll get on your feet with a rock solid budget, and it will help catapult you towards your money goal. So I have two spots available for March. If you want one of those, you can grab your spot at angelahatchie.com slash budget intensive. And I will also link um, that link in the show description as well. So let's now move on to how this vertical and horizontal comparison affects us culturally. That's the next part. So before it was like social media wise, now let's talk about the bigger picture of culturally. Now in a vertical individualistic culture, there's an emphasis on improving your individual status via competition. And in horizontal collective cultures, people typically view themselves as equal in status. And there's more of an emphasis on expressing your uniqueness and self-reliance. And if you do not think that advertisers are taking advantage of this, um, you would be sorely mistaken. So here at home in the United States, um, everything is a comparison and it feeds on that individualistic vertical culture that we have. So everything is a comparison and not just on social media. It extends to the ads you see on TV and trying to appeal to people living a certain lifestyle. Here's a great example, like lease the newest car every year. So people think that you're doing really well, right? If you can, if the illusion is you are doing so well that you can buy the newest model of the car every year, the perception is that you're doing amazing. It's like this competition. Buy the top of the line perfume and you're seen as like classy. If you've ever watched a perfume or a cologne commercial, like those are the funniest things to me because it's really hard to sell a perfume. Like you can't smell it, right? So the whole point of the advertiser, like the whole job of the people writing the advertisement is like appeal to the lifestyle. So that's what people do. They're like, buy this fancy Chanel and you will be seen as like a classy person and they depict a classy person living their lifestyle, basically. If you buy only the best fitting tailored clothes to wear to work, people will take you seriously. Um, they appeal to the emotions in how things are marketed. Like if you've ever um, had your own business or been on like this side where I am of like the marketing, it's always about the emotions. You appeal to people's emotions. What do they really want? And you kind of zone in on that. Of course, people want to be seen as being like classy or sophisticated. People want to be seen by their neighbors and by their friends as doing well so they can buy the newest car every year. So it appeals in that way to your emotions and how things are marketed to different cultures like on a grander scheme. So if you watch an ad and you feel like less than or like you need that in your life to feel complete, you will be chasing that infinitely. There is never something that you can buy that will be like, okay, great. I did the thing and I'm good. Like I don't need to make any more purchases. And honestly, the more you understand about like the sales tactic side of this, the easier it is to resist those urges to like buy stuff all the time. Because for me, if I'm like watching a perfume commercial, (laughs) there's one out right now where they're like 
floating in space. And I was like, I don't know what lifestyle that's depicting to me, but I feel that I don't need that in my life. Like the more you can kind of like dissect advertisements, especially if you are prone to overspending or impulsive spending, I think it can be really helpful moving forward as you kind of try to get a handle on your finances. If the message is buy this car, lease this car to be seen as like the hot person on the block. For me anyway, it's a lot easier to be like, I don't need that in my life because I know you're trying to appeal to my emotions or trying to make me feel like I need that thing. And so I want you to pay attention to those things as you see ads come up. So that's kind of like the second like horizontal versus vertical comparison is culturally and how people advertise to us in this individualistic vertical society, right? We just talked about that, comparing yourself to people who have $100,000 like Lamborghinis. I'm like, I need a Lamborghini now. We do not. And it's like, that's how it's being marketed to us. And it's really like, no wonder that after seeing these things all day, we're like, I need this. I don't feel worthy. I'm extremely in debt. I have a spending problem. Like, no wonder you're feeding yourself basically garbage all day and then wondering why you feel badly. So let's do a few key takeaways at the end of this episode. Your action Point number one is the next time you see an ad or something on Instagram or Facebook that leaves you feeling like you have to have it, whether it's an actual ad or just like somebody that you follow that makes you feel like not great about yourself or not great about your kitchen or your bedroom. Take a moment to sit with that feeling and give yourself like 30 seconds. I'm not asking anything big. 30 seconds to reflect. Ask yourself like what emotion has been cultivated by that ad or by that social media post. And why do you believe that having that item will add to your life? What are the emotions and actions immediately following? Do you feel bad about yourself? Do you feel worthy? Are you looking around your house looking for something that you can upgrade and replace? Do you feel unworthy or jealous? Like, what are those things? And I've done that before. Like, I think everybody has. If I see something that I'm like, oh my God, I love that. Like, I would love to own that thing. And then I start looking around my house. I'm like, wow, I could really use like a cooler bookshelf or a mid mid-century modern TV stand or whatever. And we're just like looking for things to buy. The problem is there will never be an end to the things you can buy. (laughs) There's always something else that you can get. And so doing that action step of just like reflecting, why do I feel that way? What actual, like, can I put a name on the emotion that I'm feeling? Is it that I'm jealous? Is that I now feel like unworthy or badly about myself? What is that thing that this social media post or this ad is bringing up? And I know that it seems like a small kind of trivial thing of whatever, it's a social media post, but it's not just one. It's literally an endless stream of social media posts, of advertisements. And if we can start small on one social media post, I think it can have a bigger effect on how we see the rest of things and have an actual like real tangible effect on our finances and how we feel about them as well. So it's just meant to be a small action thing that I would love for you to do. And if you want to share that with me, feel free, send me a DM on Instagram. But I think getting to the root of these feelings and cultivating um, kind of like this sense of resistance to seeing these things is a lifelong process. It's not going to be like, okay, I did it on one social media post. I'm good to go. Um, But you have to start in order to gain back control of your finances and happiness. And so please take that action item with you for the week. And again, I just want to remind you, I have those two spots open for budget intensives. And they've been amazing for helping people just like get on their feet with a working budget. I will help you talk about your goals, how you can implement those into your budget and start saving for them. I will also help you put together a debt plan to get out of debt if you're in debt and give you like a timeline of like, okay, put X amount of dollars 
every month towards your debt. And here's like the time frame, And I will answer all your questions too. So in doing these budget intensives, I found kind of like the barriers to people starting is like feeling overwhelmed, not feeling confident about your process or having like a method to follow. And that's what the whole point of the budget intensives are is just like, here's 90 minutes of exactly what you need compacted that you can take and run with. It's strategy. It's a method. It's getting a budget up and going. It's talking about your goals and like, let's go and get it done. Um, so if you would like one of those, I have two spots for March. If you want one of them, again, just go to angelahatchie.com slash budget intensive or check out the notes in this episode and you can find the link there. Um, also, I would love for you guys, if you enjoyed this episode, I'm also doing a giveaway for this podcast relaunch. So if you leave your handle, if you want to leave me a review, um, rate and review and subscribe to this episode and leave your like at handle, like if you have Instagram or if you have social media, or if you do not and you want to contact me a different way, um, please do so, letting me know that you entered into the giveaway. But that's all you need to do. So rate, review, and subscribe. And then in your review, please just leave your handle if you have one. And I will enter you into the podcast relaunch giveaway. And I'm going to give away one of my budget planners that I talked about in the beginning of this episode. And I'm also going to be giving away a one-on-one budget strategy session where we will do some of those things I talked about for a budget intensive. So it will be an hour long. I will answer all your questions. We'll build out some long-term goals together and then we'll incorporate them into your budget so you can get one step closer to being debt-free and start saving for all the things that you care about. I have a few really juicy things that I'm giving away for this giveaway. It's not like a random gift card. I want it to be more meaningful and to be helpful to your life and to your finances as well. So I would love for you to do that. If you enjoyed this episode, please do that and enter the giveaway. And I would love, love, love to talk to you on social media and have a conversation beyond this episode. Let me know what you loved about it. Let me know if you have um, episode requests in the future, something that you are interested in um, having me do an episode on, and I would love to do it for you. So thank you so much for listening or watching now. I'm so excited um, for this component of it. It just feels like so much more real to have a video component and feel like We might be face-to-face, maybe. I know that a lot of people have been home, working from home for a long time and that face-to-face contact is lacking. So I hope um, this is a nice digestible form of this podcast. And I can't wait to bring this podcast back to you with all the amazing content that I have planned. And thank you. Thank you so much for listening and watching and rating and reviewing and subscribing. It really helps me build this into something that's even better. So thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And I'll see you on the next episode.